Welcome to Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. This weekend is the biggest TV sports event of the year. The actual game is in Arizona, home to 22 federally recognized tribes, and event organizers are making strides in promoting Native artists and others, including a 9,500-square-foot mural in downtown Phoenix by a Chicana and Indigenous painter. At the same time, the game includes a continuation of a troublesome mascot and problematic fan chant. For good and bad, Native issues are on the international stage. We'll talk about it right after the news. This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. A collection of bills relating to Native American affairs were heard in the South Dakota Senate Education Committee this week. South Dakota Public Broadcasting's C.J. Keene has more. Senator Sean Bordeaux is from Mission, South Dakota on the Rosebud Sioux Reservation. He brought four education bills to the committee this week. One, SB 163, would allow the playing of indigenous honor songs at graduation ceremonies upon student request. Bordeaux says it represents an opportunity for meaningful reconciliation. I'm trying to build upon something that I think is an expression, an opportunity for the state to stick out that olive branch and become a friend of our Lakota, Dakota, Nakota people. Another bill, SB 187, would require schools to provide lessons on tribal history. Bordeaux says it would include long sought after educational materials. The Ocheti Shakoi essential understandings. It, it's a curriculum that was developed for schools, elementary, for high school, to basically give people an understanding about our culture. Rob Munson, executive director for the School Administrators of South Dakota, spoke against 187, arguing in favor of the current education review process. We currently have what I believe is a, is a very good process in uh, South Dakota, although uh, our social studies uh, standards review right now seems to be a little bit in question and uh, um, not truly where we believe it should be in a true standards review. However, I feel what uh, is being discussed in this piece of legislation absolutely can take place in the standards review and should take place there. Bordeaux, in response, questioned the quality of the system currently in place. Each proposal was ultimately moved to the 41st legislative day, effectively killing the bills. I'm C.J. Keene. Another attempt at replacing Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day has been introduced in the Montana State House. Montana Public Radio's Ellis Julin reports similar bills have failed. Over 15 states have holidays for Indigenous peoples, and several local governments, including Bozeman and Missoula, have already passed their own citywide versions of the holiday on the second weekend of October. Democratic Senator Shane Morgeau, a member of the Confederated Salish and Kootenai Tribes, is the bill's sponsor, and he said it's necessary to include the full breadth of history. To talk about the wrongs in our history, to write our next chapter together, to reject selective history, and recognize the good, the bad, and the ugly so that we can learn and do better as a society. Members of the Montana American Indian Caucus have carried similar versions of this bill in the last five legislative sessions, but they've never successfully made it through both houses. There were no opponents of the bill in the hearing, and over 30 people and organizations spoke in support. The committee did not take immediate action on the bill. I'm Ellis Julin. The Greater Kansas City Group, Not In Our Honor, and the Coalition, Arizona to Rally Against Native Mascots, 
are protesting the Kansas City football team's name. The groups are holding a demonstration Sunday outside the stadium in Glendale, Arizona, where the Kansas City NFL team will play in the Super Bowl. Galen Krauser, executive director of the Kansas City Indian Center, is a member of Not In Our Honor. She's traveling to Arizona for the protest and hopes having a larger audience at the Super Bowl will draw attention to the fight against Indian mascots. Having this larger audience, this worldwide stage that folks are going to be tuning in to this particular game, we're really hoping to shine that light on the fact that a tremendous number of Native people are opposed to the you know, this mascotting and were consistently opposed to it. The groups also want to see an end of the use of the tomahawk chop and chant at sports venues. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by StrongHearts Native Help Fund, providing no-charge confidential support and resources to Native Americans affected by domestic and sexual violence 24-7 at 1-844-7-NATIVE or strongheartshelpline.org. Support for law and justice-related programming provided by Hobbs, Strauss, Dean & Walker, a national law firm dedicated to promoting and defending tribal rights for nearly 40 years. More information available at HobbsStrauss.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network. This is Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. With the arrowhead on their helmets, the name referencing tribal leaders, and the tomahawk chop chant from the stands, the Kansas City team takes the field on Sunday to try and win football's top prize. The team is one of the holdouts in the NFL when it comes to problematic mascots, and fans in Phoenix will encounter protesters because of it. At the same time, Super Bowl organizers have made some decisive efforts to reach out to Native Americans in putting the event together. Is it enough? Is the league heading in the right direction? We're going to explore both the progress and the problems with the NFL and the Super Bowl from a Native perspective. Can we appreciate the work by Native artists, athletes, and officials on the international stage, even with the glaring slight to Native Americans on the field and in the stands? We want to hear from you this hour. Are you looking forward to Sunday's game, or are you planning to avoid it? Give us a call at 1-800-996-2848. That's 1-800-99-NATIVE. We welcome all, all comments and perspectives on Native America Calling. Joining us first from Missoula, Montana today is Colby Kicking Woman. He's a reporter and a producer for Indian Country Today, and he's Blackfeet. Colby, welcome back to Native America Calling. Hey, good to be here. Also joining us today in Phoenix, Arizona, is Randy L. Barton, a.k.a. Randy Boogie. He's an artist and a designer, and he's Dene. Randy, welcome. Hey, Yate. Yate, Randy. Yate. And also in Phoenix, we have Amanda Blackhorse. She's a founder of the AZ Rally. She's also Dene. Amanda, you've been a guest before on NEC. Welcome back. 
Yeah, good to be back. Colby, I'd like to start with you, and uh, let's have a little sports talk for the fans. Who's favored to win on Sunday, Kansas City or Philadelphia? Uh, last I saw, it, uh, Philadelphia was favored, although it was just by a, a point and a half, I believe. So it, it's set up to be a, a, a good game. Um, hopefully it's a great game. Uh, you know, it's been a while, I think, um, since it's been the top two teams from the NFC and the AFC meeting the Super Bowl. You know, both teams have a lot of stars, you know, great quarterbacks. Uh, so so hopefully it's, a, it's an exciting one. Now, there are a number of Native personnel that are, are going to be involved here, some on the field, Native players. There's a Native ref, a Native coach. Um, wow. I mean, is it possible the NFL is getting more inclusive? The, you know, that would be the hope. Um, uh, as you mentioned, the two players uh, both play for Kansas City. Uh, one is the center, uh, Creed Humphrey. He is a, a citizen Potawatomi. Potawatomi Nation. Uh, uh, he plays center. He's been in the league for three years, I believe, and and he's been, you know, played really well. Uh, I believe he made a Pro Bowl and, and been named uh, to the second uh, All Pro NFL team. Uh, and then the other player is James Winchester, uh, who's Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. He's the long snapper, so he'll be on the field for for punts and for field goals. Uh, and so, you know, they'll be. Uh, you know, those are very important positions, um, you know, for for when they're involved. Uh, and yeah, one would hope that uh, the NFL kind of keeps moving forward with the direction of inclusivity, um, not only with players, but personnel. And as you mentioned, um, uh, referees. It's cool that the two native guys on the field, they both support each other. <laughs> one is the center and then the other is the long snapper that comes in on those special plays when they're in the shotgun and they have the quarterback that's lined up further back. Uh, tell us more about this native official on the field. Yeah, so his name's Gerard Phillips. He's uh, Cherokee Nation. Uh, he's going to be the down judge, and so I'm not sure which which sideline he'll be lined up on. But uh, when when the play stops, when a player is tackled, you see two referees from each sideline kind of run in and, and spot the ball wherever the uh, in, uh, individual was tackled. Uh, so you know he'll get a, a lot of face time um, during the game, uh, even though people might might not know it. Uh, on the back of his referee jersey if you will it'll say, it'll say dj um so uh, i think that's pretty cool that is super cool and how about the native coach i was actually unaware there was a native coach that, that's on me uh a uh, uh, little slip in, in the research okay we'll check on that get a little more information uh on the coach as well so colby um you know, the, the big issue, one of the big issues here, of course, is uh, Kansas City facing increasing pressure to retire its mascot, of course, native-themed mascot. What's the likelihood that, that you think that'll happen here in, in the near future? Um, I'm not sure about the likelihood in the near future. I think it's one of those things, um, and I know Amanda could probably speak to this, it's just consistent applied pressure. Uh, you know, it took a long time for for Washington to change their team name, but but eventually they did. And I think it's one of the things for the teams is you know they're not going to lose fans um, because of, because of the uh, because of the name change, and it's it's the right thing to do. Uh, so I think with you know um, consistently applied pressure, and I mean we'd all hope that it'd be sooner rather than later, um, but eventually uh, it, it should happen, and hopefully you know we all get to celebrate that day together.
Okay. Well, Amanda, I'd like to bring you in now and gain some perspective as well. Uh, what's the likelihood that they'll retire the Chiefs mascot uh, anytime in the relatively near future? You know, I don't really like to give those predictions just because, you know, with the Washington team fight, we um, waited for a very long time for that to happen. And um, I think what really tipped the scale with that was the 2020 um, unrest after um, George Floyd was killed, murdered by the police. And then the Black Lives Matter movement um, brought the issue of racism to the forefront. So, um, and I think that, you know, it was a a time of revolution. And I think moments like that um, throughout history don't happen very often. Um, And so I think that was the moment that that pushed the sponsors to push the Washington team to make that change. So it's going to take an immense amount of pressure on the Kansas City team to make that change happen. Um, And, you know, that's what Native people have been doing for decades. You know, these movements have been going on for decades. And we have to put everything we have in into this to apply that pressure. And if we don't, if we tolerate the racism, if we just let it, you know, get by us, nothing is going to happen, unfortunately. So I don't like to give those predictions. Okay. <laughs> Don't want to be put on the spot. It's not like picking who's going to win the game. It's a little bit more a little bit more nuanced than that, I think, Amanda. Well, let me ask you though, Amanda, because the Super Bowl, one of the most watched televised events in the world, what do you want fans to understand about this game on Sunday as well as the NFL? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me right now is that um the NFL and the Kansas City team can shake hands with our tribal leaders and employ as many Native people as they can um, and get, you know, um, I said this in our press conference yesterday, they're um, keeping their friends close, but their enemies closer. And we all see through this tactic. You know, we saw it through the Washington team, you know, what they did. And Kansas City is really just following suit behind uh, the Washington team. They saw how successful it was for them and they're doing the exact same thing now. And I want people to understand that that is a tactic of divide and conquer. That is a tactic um, for people to say, oh, well, look, they have native people on their side. The team must not be that bad. You know, the racism is not that bad. They're making strides. You know, they're making, you know, we're gonna get there. A win is a win and it's really not. You know, what it is is just covering up the stain of the Kansas City team. It's covering up racism, and it's not okay. Amanda, one thing that's that's interesting to note, the, the Washington team, excuse me, the Washington team, of course, um, I, I think to some folks that mascot was perhaps considered more egregious, just simply the name and, and, and just the image. And I, Kansas City has kind of, floated under the radar a little bit because it's not quite as in your face, but it's, it seems like there's definitely, and some other teams that as well have kind of slid under the radar a little bit. And now of course the attention is focused on them. And um, what do you have to say uh, to people that will say, well, look, it's not as bad as the Washington team name, you know, what's the big deal? What's your response there? 
Yeah, I mean, for sure, the, the term chief is not a dictionary-defined racial slur like the R word, um, but I think it's all in the way that you use it, right? When we look at the, the Kansas City team, when we see them, we don't see them using the word chief as like chief executive officer or chief of staff or, you know, something like that. Like, that's not offensive. But we all know why they're called the chiefs, because it has Native appropriation behind it has stereotyping of Native people, the mockery of Native culture and spirituality. Everything that it represents screams Native appropriation. So when you're using it in that way, it's incredibly offensive to Native people. And not only that, I think most of our male relatives, Native American male relatives, can share and have shared with me that they're called chief as a racial slur. You know, So when you go up to a Native man and you say, hey, you know, hey, chief, I mean, that's racially offensive. That's that's considered racist. So it's all in how the term is used, and it's happened to our men more often than than we think. We are talking about this coming Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday, uh, the game Kansas City versus Philadelphia, and we're exploring different perspectives. We're thinking about the game uh, as fans in terms of who's on the field and the teams that are playing and, and who we're rooting for. But we're also taking a more nuanced perspective in terms of some of the art that's going to be displayed there, the Native representation. And also we're discussing uh, some of these problematic issues with mascots as well as fan antics uh, as part of not just this Super Bowl, but other games uh, within the NFL sphere. Anybody with a comment or a question, please give us a call. We are talking about the Super Bowl in the NFL today and Native representation. Our number, 1-800-996-2848. We'll be right back. President Joe Biden expressed his goal to better include tribes and Native voices into federal government decisions. He so far resumed the Tribal Nation Summit and pushed policies favorable to tribes. But on President's Day, we'll go a little deeper to assess his accomplishments so far and how he stacks up to his predecessors. That's on the next Native America Calling. Uju, think teeth. Medicaid and CHIP cover many children's dental services, including teeth cleanings, fluoride treatments, and fillings. For more information about children's dental health, Contact your Indian healthcare provider, visit insurekidsnow.gov, or call 877-543-7669. A message from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. You're listening to Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. We're talking about Native representation at the Super Bowl today. The big game between the Chiefs and the Eagles is taking place in Phoenix, and there are a handful of Native artists collaborating with the NFL. What do you think about Native representation at this year's Super Bowl? We're at 1-800-996-2848. You can also call in with your, fo- excuse me, your football an- analysis and predictions. That number again, 1-800-99-NATIVE. And let's talk more with one of the Native artists who is being featured at this year's game, Randy Boogie, of course, an artist and designer. Randy, tell us, uh, spectators will see your art around the stadium on Sunday. Can you describe it for us? Yeah. um, I basically created, you know, I've been making designs for like 25 years. 
and so I have a big library of of designs that I own. And what what anybody that works with me, they have to um, they just you know buy the rights for the certain amount of time they need it for. So I I own the designs after you know and always. And so they hit me with the style guide when they wanted me to. Well, it wasn't the NFL. It was a, a creative studio. You know, who came to one of my art shows when I was in at my uh, gallery space in LA. And two years later, they hit me up and they told me about the opportunity and the project. I'm definitely with it, you know. Um, and so we went through the style guide that the NFL had, and I went through my library and I found what I think would what would fit, you know, the um, for this project. And um, yeah, and executed it in about a week, maybe. Um, well, tell us basically more. It's a Navajo, it's like okay. a Navajo rug design that's animated. Um, I'm not sure what I can say because of like NDA. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, but uh, and plus, I just want to be able to like uh, element a surprise. You know. Sure. People sure. Can, hey, no problem. You know, no problem. Can see it, and you know, sun, you know, Sunday, but it, it's a it's an animated Navajo rug design. Non-disclosure. I, I get it completely, Randy. But um, just so our listeners understand, you primarily specialize in, in digital art, right? So these are things that you generate uh, in video and different types of formats. Okay. Yeah, I do all. I mean, a lot of people know me even just as a painter in the dance world where the name Randy Boogie comes from. They know me as a b-boy slash house dancer. Um, like you played my song during the commercial also. So I made that track that you guys are playing. And um, I also make music and um, I'm just, you know, just all around like creative, you know, just following my sole purpose. You know, that's my path in this life. Now you'll be at the game on Sunday? I'll be at the game on Sunday. Never gone to an NFL game before. This will be my first. And what other types of events uh, are going on in that area leading into the game there? Will you be involved in those? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing a, a give back um, party tomorrow in, um, in the Arts District in downtown Phoenix with uh, La Morena, one of the artists, you know, that I help um, with design-wise, you know, with, with her mural. And, um, you know, as a celebration, um, you know, we're, we're, we're creating like some art pieces and allowing some vendors to set up and we're giving away like a hundred t-shirts and a free, free concert. Or if, yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're talking with artist Randy Boogie and I uh, can't say too much about his artwork that's going to be displayed uh, at Sunday's Super Bowl, but uh He's uh, all over the place, does a lot of different kinds of work, and uh, very, very active in the native art space. Let's go to the phones now. Joe is listening on station KISU in Pocatello, Idaho. Hello, Joe. Hey. What's on your mind, Hello. Joe? Oh, yeah. Hey, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a Kansas City fan, um, but uh, I got to say, when I'm watching their games on TV, and I see the fans, you know, doing the chop. It's it's pretty embarrassing. Um, you know, I don't even use the the team name anymore. Excuse me. Um, and you know, if if it's, they're being asked to change the name, they should just change it. Uh, 
And I did have a question. Maybe one of your guests could answer. Um, what is what? What is the team saying as the reason they're not changing it? All righty. Good question there, Joe from Pocatello, Idaho. Um, I'm going to let Amanda field this one uh, first. Amanda, what what is the response from the Kansas City organization regarding the demands to change that name? Um, well, I think the um, the Kansas City folks, uh, the Native American community in Kansas City, probably has more um, interact has well has had more interaction with the team than than maybe I have. Um, and I think uh, Rhonda Lavaldo is going to call in too. Maybe she can also talk, speak to that. But I do know that recently, um, the uh, one of the executives of the team just said they respect the people who oppose, and it's going to be game on as usual. So that's pretty much the response that we've always gotten from these franchises: is that you know they know we exist, you know, obviously, um, but they just refuse to acknowledge us, refuse to bring, you know, at, just even sit down with us, have a conversation. Um, you know, we've been asking for that for decades. You know, the people who have fought this issue before me were, you know, decades ago trying to sit down with these franchises um, and um, and they, they wouldn't. So that's been, our, I would say, the response is just silent, the silent treatment stonewalling um and so that's just how it is so i i doubt that there was much interaction with the kansas city folks um i just don't think that that there is that's how they operate that's how the washington team operated with us all of these years you know they okay the way that they communicate to us is by trying to buy support from native people that's how they communicate to us Randy, I, I want to go back to you because, um, I mean, you're, you're, you're involved there. You're, you're going to be there at the game, uh, Super Bowl 57, this huge production. Here on, on one side, um, it's going to be this huge showcase of Native art and Native artists such as yourself. And then at the same time, uh, we're going to hear the Tomahawk Chop. We're going to see it, people watching all over the world. And, and how do you feel? Because in a sense, you're kind of in the middle of it. Like when I was at the opening, um, the, the opening day, there was a lot of people shaking their head. It only lasted probably like no more than like five seconds because people were like against it. It was very embarrassing, definitely. But I noticed a lot of support being like, nah, that's, this is whack. And it, it didn't last as long. And it was very interesting, you know. Um, it is true, you know. It's culturally, they got the cultural clout, for sure. And, um, you know, and it's just my perspective is different, you know, as an artist and what I see. You know, I, the way I see things is I, I believe in everything Amanda is doing. We do need to apply pressure. Um, I believe in the progress of everything. I I kind of take it back to the perspective of almost like a domino effect, and it, like a small domino will hit a bigger domino, and then one bigger and bigger and bigger, and eventually the last one, which is like three, four times the size, will eventually fall down. 
you know, through time. But if you take that small one and try to knock it over, it won't move the big one. So I see this progress that is happening, and I'm like, okay, let's see. You know, let's – they let me in, and I'm like, okay, let's – let's. and and the fact that all – you mean, they can't stop the resistance, you know, until changes happen, and I support that. And um, we hope, right, just like um, Kiko – I forgot his name. One um, of one of the other broadcasters said that we, we only hope that we're going to see that progress. Colby. Colby, yeah. Yeah. Right on, right on, Randy. Thanks for sharing. Let's go back to the phones where we have Rhonda Lavaldo. She's also in Phoenix, Arizona. She represents a movement called Not In Our Honor. Rhonda, hello. Hello. How you doing, Rhonda? Tell us what's going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we had the press conference yesterday and, you know, just getting ready to go for Sunday. It's kind of crazy because, you know, we're always getting ready for the Sunday games um, for us in Kansas City. But, you know, having to come all the way here, we do what we need to do to make sure our voices are heard. Rhonda, I, I know that you are a resident of Lawrence, Kansas. So the the Kansas City team, that is your local team. Uh, it sounds like uh, you're maybe conflicted a little bit. You're, you're a fan, but you also have some issues with, with the team. Um, no, well, I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. And, and so, you know, we just want to make sure people understand, you know, how embarrassing it is to have this put on uh, a worldwide stage that people all over the world are going to be seeing how native people are being treated with this ridiculous chop. And they're going to think that it's okay to do. I mean, it's it's not okay. You know, a lot of us just hate it. It's very cringy. Um, a lot of our allies feel the same way. So, you know, we just want to make sure the team understands that they won't respond to any interview questions on the issue, which is, again, they're just, you know, not trying to not trying to be a part of this solution. Of course, they're not going to engage with us. Kansas City Indian Center has been part of this for a very long time. They support the American Indian community within Kansas City, but Kansas City football will never, ever do anything with them because they're with us. Well, tell us more about Not In Our Honor. So our group uh, goes out and we protest every home game. Um, making sure people are educated about uh, how what the team was named after um, a mayor who culturally appropriated different tribal uh, dances, and they continue to uh, do these dances within um, a Boy Scout group called the Mikasei, uh, which uh, the owner of Kansas City and his son are part of this group. That's probably why a huge uh, thing, they just will not budge on it, because they have some kind of allegiance to the Mikasei and their fake chief name or whatever, whatever they were named. But it's this weird allegiance to this group and to Atro Bartle. Um, they feel that they have a right to do these things. Rhonda, earlier, Colby told us about, there, you know, there are two players, two native players on the Kansas City team. Have you folks connected with them at all or, or gotten their perspectives? Being players in the organization, native players. No, they will not. You no, know, they will not talk to us. No. <laughs> Interesting. Nobody Interesting. from Kansas City will talk to us. No. We we tried to engage with one um, 
uh, ironically, uh, Geha, who has naming rights to the stadium now, has a diversity inclusion uh, person who actually did reach out to us and wanted to have a meeting with us. Um, and when we told them, you know, okay, that's fine, but we, you cannot use it in any material saying that, you know, that you had this meeting with us or, or whatever reason you want to do this, we never heard back from them. Interesting. Well, Rhonda, thank you for calling in today and uh, sharing your perspective. Um, let's go to the phones again. We have Napoleon, who is listening in Chinle, Arizona, online. Hello, Napoleon. Hello. I actually am not in Chinle. I'm actually said Chandler, Arizona. My bad. My bad. Ch Chandler, <laughs> Arizona. Okay, you're so you're on ground yeah, you're zero. You're near the that, stadium. You have to now. <laughs> okay. Um, no, um, thank you. I've uh, been a long-time listener in American Calling and um, also part of the Arizona uh, to rally against Native mascots. And um, I appreciate the perspective of actually um, hearing from um, the other side of designers, or at least one of them. And um, I just want to mention that um, one of the things in the press conference, even with Rhonda having, um, bringing her, uh, information about how it is in Lawrence, Kansas, is that um, a lot of these um, teams and imagery just go trickle down to our children, and that you know students get bullied even outside. Uh, Native students get bullied even outside of these football games, even though we don't think, oh, it's not as derogatory or as always you know, as challenging as that. Even if a child goes to these football games, sees it, and they see a Native student, they already automatically think, you know, these chops or chants and whatnot um, are appropriate to use in, in bullying our, our, our students and our children. And uh, I think when you're at ages of growing up, you start to question your identity, and that's what we're really also trying to strive towards is regaining our confidence in ourselves and our youth. And when we see these um, stereotypes and imagery and then taking it to a next level is what we're really trying to hone in on um, okay. because we can continue to fight for many years, but it's our children that are going to grow up and see and be um, a part of these conversations later on. And it's not to say that, you know, our youth are heavily involved in sports. I mean, they love sports. I mean, but when we can't feel comfortable going to a game because you're like, oh, no, someone's going to do that stupid chop or something, um, it's really disheartening. It takes away from their ability to access these um, outside things that they want to do in sports. Okay. And yeah. All right. So I just, yeah. Well, Napoleon, I appreciate you calling in uh, today from, from Chandler, Arizona, uh, very much so. And, Amanda, I want to go back to you because obviously, you know, the focus today is the Super Bowl, but I want to take a minute just to get your reaction. There was an incident uh, this week partially related uh, to this game. A Phoenix art gallery owner was filmed uh, yelling really derogatory things at, at some native dancers. Uh, I mean, what is that? where does that incident fit into this larger conversation of the Kansas City team, the NFL, and the Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're directly related. I mean, it's, I think I told this at the Navajo Times, if the Kansas City team was a male, it would be Gilbert Ortega Jr. Um, mm -hmm. That's an, exactly 
what they are doing the same thing. They're both profiting off of Native people. Um, and, you know, there's some generational wealth there too, you know, that has been established. It's been happening for many, many years. Um, the racism that happens in storefronts like the Ortega store in Scottsdale, whether it be Santa Fe or um, Gallup, New Mexico, this stuff has been happening for years, for decades to Native people. And it, we're lucky that it was actually caught on camera so people can actually see it firsthand. Um, so I think what we're talking about here is um, a capitalistic system that profits off of Native people because Native appropriation is a billion-dollar industry, okay. and everyone wants a piece of the pie. All righty. Amanda, we do have to take a break here. Folks, if you want to call in, 1-800-99-NATIVE. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Support from AmeriCorps VISTA, whose members serve to alleviate poverty while earning money for college and gaining professional skills. Rewarding service opportunities can be found at A-M-E-R-I-C-O-R-P-S dot G-O-V slash V-I-S-T-A. A historical master trauma class taught by Dr. Ruby Gibson and staff provides tuition-free online training to tribal members who are therapists, counselors, social workers, and traditional healers. Enrollment deadline is March 24, 2023 at FreedomLodge.org, who support this show. This is Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. We're talking about Native collaboration and representation at this year's NFL Super Bowl. What do you think about the Native art collaborations and Native representations surrounding the actual game? Give us a call. We're also discussing the topic of Native mascots with the Kansas City Chiefs. The number to call, 1-800-996-2848. That's also one 800 99-NATIVE. And let's talk more about some of the Native art that's being showcased our fourth guest on the show is joining us from Phoenix, Arizona, Jared Yazi. He's an artist, designer, and business owner of OXDX Clothing. He's Navajo. Jared, welcome back to Native America Calling. Hello. Well, hello, Jared. You designed a line of clothing for this year's Super Bowl. How did that come about? Yeah, the, the program is called NFL Origins, um, and it's a, a program to work with uh, kind of like the community-based designers and artists and brands that are within the Super Bowl cities. Uh, last year was in LA and they picked four brands to you know, represent the, the community of LA and have the use of the NFL Shield logo and the Super Bowl logo on uh, exclusive amount of products. And, and it, I guess it was successful enough that they wanted to do a, a second year, which it moved to Phoenix. And then they asked me uh, by recommendation of one of the brands last year. So it was pretty, it's, it's pretty cool to, to hear that we had some sort of, uh, you know, people from L.A., especially a brand in L.A. Like, we're, we always look up to, 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 to them, and it, it was cool that they recommended us for that. Sounds exciting. Tell us more about your designs. Yeah, I had um, three, three main ones. So I'm a, a digital creator. I'm a digital artist. And really, we just sort of put out a line to try to tell a full, a full story through this collection. And uh, the first one I worked on took probably the longest. It was, it's called Turquoise Shield. Um, and it had, originally I wanted it to look like a, a vendor table. Like uh, if you're shopping at a flea market, if you're going to, you know, Powell, I was looking for, for some jewelry or something. I wanted it to be like a top-down view of a vendor table. So I was uh, playing around with jewelry, um, like stone-setted stuff and 
turquoise and silverwork and stamps and all that. I was just sort of playing around with the style. Um, originally, and then it turned into like sort of like a, it's like a treasure chest of, of Navajo jewelry. And really, it's just a shout out to the, the, the fact that you can just come across this humble, like, stand of, of jewelry and it just be the most beautiful stuff you've ever seen. And it's just a mom and pop type, you know, Navajo stand that are, that have gener- generational knowledge of, of how to make um, really intricate designs. So, you know, kind of a, the unsung heroes of, of, of Phoenix in Arizona, I thought I, I could highlight that. Um, and then the other piece, there's one called um, Out of Bounds. Out of Bounds is sort of a, a kind of a, like a, I, was, I was thinking back to my old childhood. I was thinking back about playing ball and, um, you know, we didn't have concrete a lot. We didn't have fences or anything. So if you, if you have a bad bounce or something, wild happens with the ball it's going to go flying and you're going to go chase it and uh usually it ends up in like a ditch or uh for us it ended up in like the bullheads and you'd have to pick out all the bullheads from it and um <laughs> it's just i thought it was a funny experience and i'm like people are going to come here people are going to come here to play a game this is this is how it's played like out this way so uh, the, the the design itself is uh like a football on top of a, a cactus and it's like pops because it just landed up there and then uh just has a lot of like uh, Diné style influence and a typeface that I did um, on the bottom. This is Arizona, sort of like a. It has a touristy style type thing. I think Arizona is a big tourist state, uh, it, so if you're coming here, it's you're looking for all the canyons, all the, all the scenic views, that kind of stuff. So we did release these on uh, metal magnets as well because I thought it was a fun little tie to traveling to like Horseshoe Bend or I, I have like Antelope Canyon stuff on my fridge, and um, so I wanted to to kind of give that feel to it. And then uh, the last design is called Native Land. And really just a reminder that, you know, the Super Bowl, the people come in, the game, the, the stadium, everything takes place on Native Land. All, it takes place on a, um, like a set system that was predated everybody that uh, often people set here and like could survive. Like this town seems um, unlivable, you know, but Native people made it happen. So it's just sort of a reminder that it's like, hometown roles reminder where you're at have respect for people's home and just uh yeah like take care of it and uh listen to the people here wow so now will these pieces be available there for purchase at the game or or how do folks get their hands on this stuff yeah it was it was sort of i feel like this was sort of like a one of the one of the side projects it wasn't available at anything really they uh it was a there was a pop-up event um on wednesday that the designs were available and then really it's a it's an oxdx release so uh, it's available on our site and then on nfl shop um this past thursday it was available on nfl shop and is it the full caps hoodies t-shirts pretty much everything uh, it, it's um three Three t-shirts, two like two different colorways on each, two hoodies, um, a water bottle because it's Arizona, you know, stay hydrated, mm-hmm. and then uh, an art poster because I really love the turquoise design, so I wanted as an art poster, and then those, yeah, the metal magnets. So that's that's the full collection. Now, for people that have have seen it already, or perhaps got, gotten some of these items, and what's the response been? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, just like the show, it's 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 diverse. It's all over the place. Um, 
so it's definitely, you know, learning experience. We're taking it all in. Uh, I did get just like people love the designs and I was, I was grateful for that. Um, really tied a lot to, to my hometown in this one. So I'm from Holbrook originally, Holbrook, Arizona, border town. Uh, we did a, we, you know, we went back to, to make a video back home there and, uh, a video we have on YouTube showcases a lot of different um, silversmiths and native businesses and uh, just, just those local Holbert kids. So it felt really, it felt really special. And um, yeah, my mom was able to come through and check it out. And she, she was really hyped on it too. And a lot of family came through the shop already. And uh, it, was, it was great to hear everyone. Jared, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, what are your plans? Will you be at the game? No, no, I'll be working probably. I'm, we're always working, so we're trying to we're trying to ship everything now. Um, everyone wants to wear it, but you know, on the day, so we're like, uh, it's you know chaotic here at the office. We uh, also have doors open in the front, and um, we're we're packaging, we're uh, getting everything ready to go. Now we've been talking on the show today uh, about some of these issues, problematic issues with with teams, specifically Kansas City and, and, and the league. And I mean, here you are, you've um, you've partnered. Uh, with uh with the game and and this line of clothing and what's your perspective on this jared do you think uh the nfl is moving in the right direction i think for for the the stuff that's happening uh within the super bowl it's, it, it was very refreshing to see like there's going to be art inside of it there's going to be the, the murals that they painted the the super bowl ticket all that indigenous representation you know and uh we tried to tell a hardcore you know a hard story here with with what we're doing also and uh that stuff wasn't wasn't available before. That you know, when I grew up, that it wasn't the case. And I, th- I think it was is is beautiful to see. And of course, it's it's uh it's tough and polarizing to to be in um this kind of situation. We 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 signed on uh, in the summer of of last year, so really the worst situation for us is Kansas City making the game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's um it's also you know the this product gets put in front of their fans and their, and their faces and they get to see actual native art. And I think that's important. I think people, you know, it's a step in, in a direction. Um, I have, I have no clue which, which way, you know, these directions are going. I can only, you know, speak for the art that I make that I, that I hope it impacts it in some way. Um, we, we try to just tell original stories and I try to remain true to, to, to my life experience. So, um, I, I at least did that with this collection, and I'm really proud of it. And um, you know, hope mm-hmm. hope people are really really proud of it too. Right on, Jared. Are are you communicating with any of the other artists or or native performers that are going to be involved uh, with the game on Sunday? I'm, I haven't really got out. <laughs> we had one event um, that that uh, was a pop up event, and we got to see a, a few people come around, and that was really great to see a lot of people. Uh, but besides that, I've been you know workaholic just yeah sounds like (laughs) sounds like for sure jared yazzie uh owner of oxdx clothing uh they design a whole line for the super bowl and let's go back to randy l barton and and randy how about you are you communicating with some of the other native folks that are there involved with the game on sunday yeah definitely like i went to jared's pop-up it was a beautiful representation congrats to him and, you know, um, La Marena was there also in support. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful story, like what he did with his designs and his drop. 
and we got a chance to chop it up with a lot of other people, with a lot, a lot of other artists, and a lot of us, you know, we uh, we agree with like we share similar perspectives, um, and we're just very like hopeful, like we said, like that our art resonates in the way it's supposed to, and um, you know, my my art, I know has has done that you know I, I also teach like art therapy and art for me was always that's what it that's that's how i um that's how i healed myself so and i've tried other ways to to exist in in, in the chaos and uh and in, in, you know in, in this concrete jungle and a lot of my mentors and me we got sick and it was art my paintings that brought me back to life so that's kind of like my way, like I was saying, that's my sole purpose. And just the high vibration of it is is what I push. And, okay. And hope Radio. that it's going to really, really hit the way it's supposed to, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to ask you, too, I mean, going forward, where do you think the league is going to go with some of this Native representation? Because, I mean, obviously, Phoenix, that is a an area with a high Native American population. But what about next year's Super Bowl or the year after that or or any any games that don't uh you know aren't in some 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 area where there's a high concentration of of native folks do you think they're are you confident that the league's going to continue in this direction with bringing in native folks to to support some of these games and some of these high profile events I mean I'm confident I'm confident in the name change I'm in co- I'm confident with you know you know what um you know, with the with the protest that's happening, all of that is important. You know, like change. You know, like it. it you can't you can't move in the future without you know without the past acknowledging it. The original instructions, natural law. You know, so like, and and that's that's what I believe in. You know, so by natural law, I'm thinking all of this is is, and I already seen it, and that's that's where I'm like, okay, you know, like like opening day when I seen them start to chat like a lot of people it only it only lasted not even like like I said like five seconds and people are already shaking their head and throwing their hands up and they're like nope and I was like whoa that was that was interesting to see and mm-hmm. I can only imagine if you keep applying pressure like you know like they're gonna you know my 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 the way I um my perspective is yeah it's like change the heart you know like get into the heart and um and and you know, just, just hear us out. Like, like, you know, like Amanda was saying, like, I think once, you know what I mean? Like they actually reach out and connect and I'll be like, okay, that, that's, that's all, you know, that's all we want. First steps, you know, like I said, with the domino effect, eventually okay. the big dominoes going to fall and hopefully progress. I'm, I'm really, you know, that's, that's what I want in my lifetime. Got it. Got it. Progress for sure. Let's go back to Colby kicking woman and, and Colby, you, you know, you've been, listening to the show you spoke earlier and talked about the game itself uh learning about the protests now uh learning about some of this amazing art that's going to be focused and what do you uh on your end colby what are you thinking for just anybody that's going to be watching the game on sunday maybe not even a native person what do you what do you think the takeaway is what do you want them to understand about us as native people after watching the game on sunday well, especially for when it comes to, to non-natives, you know, if they have a, a friend or a family member that's a Kansas City fan that, you know, does does the, the tomahawk chop, you know, they got to speak up too and, and let them know that that's not okay. Um, 
you know, we've been fighting this fight as, as we've heard for, for a long time. And so it, it's going to take all of us. Um, and, and, you know, together we can make these changes happen. And as far as, you know, moving forward, um, you know, I definitely would hope that the NFL keeps, you know, reaching out to indigenous artists next year, the, the Super Bowl is going to be in Las Vegas and, and we know that there's a, a native community there. Um, and so you just got to keep the momentum moving forward. All righty. Amanda, I'm going to give you the last word. We have about a minute before we have to wrap up. What are your plans on Super Bowl Sunday? Well, of course, to protest. Um, we will be there. At, we'll, we will be outside of the stadium at 2 p.m. Um, for those who are going to participate, we'll be parking at the parking ride and marching in from there. Um, I do want to say that um, to the artists on the call um, that I have experience working with the NFL um, and they will use you over and over, and they do not care um, who they use. This is a long, there's a long storied history there with them. So I would say be careful. And if you want change to happen, you're going to use your power as the artist working with the NFL to push them to make that change. Doing art is wonderful and great. Representation is needed. Yes, I understand. Like, I respect. Jared is my brother. You know what I mean? Like, I I know Jared. I respect your work. Okay. But I need, you know, we need you guys to stand up. We need you right. to, to. Amanda, I'm sorry. We're going to have to wind it down time. here. And, you Alrighty. know, I, I'd like to say, I'd like to finish what, I'm, what I was going to say. I'm sorry. We got to wrap it us. up, Randy. I'm sorry, stand Amanda. I'm really sorry. Okay, stand with you at the protest. We got it. Uh, folks, uh, it's been a really, really interesting show today. I want to thank all of our guests, Jared Yazzie, Amanda Blackhorse, Randy L. Barton, and Colby Kickingwoman. Thank you for joining us. Tune in to Native America Calling again next week for another lineup of conversations about Native issues and topics. Our executive producer is Art Hughes. Our producers are Andy Murphy and Sol Traverso. Marino Spencer is the engineer. Show McPollin is the digital producer. Nola Daves Moses is the distribution director. Bob Peterson is the network manager for Native Voice One. Clifton Chadwick is our national underwriting sales director. Antonia Gonzalez is the anchor for National Native News. Charles Sather is our chief operations officer. The president and CEO of Kiwanek Broadcast Corporation is Jacqueline Salee. Have a safe weekend. I'm Sean Spruce. As people seek to know diverse cultures, tribal museums and cultural centers grow more popular. So the Institute of American Indian Arts, who support this show, now provides a Master of Fine Arts in Cultural Administration. Focused on social equity and support of cultural community growth, this program combines administrative tools and techniques with socially engaged leadership, blending institutional skills and community outreach programming. Deadline to apply is February 15 at iaia.edu slash mfaca. Support by the American Indian College Fund. The American Indian College Fund provides millions of dollars of scholarships to thousands of Native students every year. Tribal citizens of every age and experience are eligible. The deadline for applications is May 31st, and you can find everything you need to apply at collegefund.org. That's collegefund.org, or by phone at 800-766-FUND. Education is the answer. Native America Calling is produced in the Annenberg National Native Voice Studios in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 
by Kwanic Broadcast Corporation, a native nonprofit media organization. Funding is provided by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with support from the Public Radio Satellite Service. Music is by Brent Michael Davids. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.